0: Another year with these guys.
1: Host game press conferences. I didn't really like my first read, so I was just went to playmaker mode. Game
0: previews, recaps, brought to you by me, your host, JG You're listening to The Cho Show only on the suave report. Dot-dot-dot. Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Show Show podcast presented by the SwanFreport.com. I'm your host, Jonathan Goto, aka Jay's Smooth. Okay, we are back. There has been some change in some plans. Now, I I think it was after Trey. V- no, it's okay. So, Bo was up yesterday. Now, it, that, it originally, Bo was supposed to be up Tuesday. And again, I appreciate the support. On the Trayvon uh, episode over on the YouTube channel, that's almost that's over at uh, over 130 views, which, which blew my mind. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I snuck a peek in the first like 24 minutes, and there was no views, and I was thinking like, oh boy, I hope we don't have a a down episode. And then I check uh, this this morning, and it was at 132 views. So I, I do appreciate that. Again, I apologize for the audio. Because uh, I did not realize that it was using my camera mic and not the the the, the Yeti mic, and it, it just, oh, I just I feel bad about it. I'm glad people still still liked it and enjoyed it because Trayvon's story is extremely good. But we were supposed to have full disclosure here. It was we were supposed to have Peyton Lusk on. It was supposed to be Peyton Lusk. Was supposed to be uh, was 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 supposed to be. Wednesday. Yeah, so it was supposed to be it was supposed to be Bo on Tuesday and then um Peyton on Wednesday. Not Peyton, yeah, Peyton on Wednesday. Well, we 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 recorded Peyton's episode, the Coxsway farm on my end it was just brutal. It was choppy. It it just it was not good. So we're going to bring Peyton on It's supposed to come on next week. So hopefully we will have Peyton on next week. I I enjoyed talking to him. I think it'll be very good uh, because obviously he he is a, a a legacy player. So I just wanted to get that clear away because I know I had I had teased that and you're seeing a, a, a different player. So that is that is why I apologize for that. But uh, Peyton has the grace enough to come back on again. So we hope to get that done early next week. Get that out to you Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 because we should have one. We should have a full week because there should be one coming Monday that I'm recording tomorrow with one of the newer faces, which is a transfer. And I will provide probably not next week because I have two transfers supposed to come on the week after. I will provide an update because the uh, Broncos Sports did release somewhat of an updated roster. There's some transfers I've seen on there. Uh, and so uh, I will update you on those guys as well as an update on what's to come because I have a big update. I was going to do it next week. I've got a fluke of contests. I'm going to push it back to the week of the first. Okay. Yeah, so there'll be an update on here on Spotify and over on the YouTube channel. Just I I, I just employ to watch that because it'll explain a whole lot of things. Uh, but we've got two transfers scheduled to come on next week. You've got a defensive lineman that I, I was we supposed to record that the same day as Peyton, but I was my wi-fi messed up. So that's gonna get pushed back. That will be Tuesday. Okay, barring anything that should be up to Tuesday. I'm very, I'm very happy about that. Cause I mentioned before, it's been very tough to get a defensive lineman to come on. So uh that that should be the case. then there should be two, it's be a transfer Monday if all goes well. And then a transfer hopefully Wednesday. That is that is the hope. So uh that that's what we're what we're aiming for. And so uh we're just gonna hope that that that, that all pans out. But uh was able to get this man in. I reached out to him for disclosure actually yesterday. He was able to fit us in, and so well, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring on my guests now. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma offensive lineman, Hector Becerra. Hector, thank you for taking time this evening to come on and, and talk to me. Could you start by telling the viewers and listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Hi, uh, yeah. My name is Hector Becerra. As you said, I am from Lawton, Oklahoma. I graduated in 2019, and I've been at UCO ever since then. Uh now
0: in your now I noticed you played both ways in high school. You play offensive line, you play d- defensive tackle. Now I asked your teammate Lane Grant for this. Now, do you prefer blocking for touchdowns or stopping touchdowns?
1: All right. Honestly, sometimes I can be selfish. Defense, playing defense, that is probably one of the best feelings ever. Getting a tackle for loss or just getting a tackle in general. But offensively, I love when we work together as a team and as a unit and put uh, points on the board. So I'm gonna have to go offense.
0: Okay. And, and and you 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 also never lost to rival Lawton Eisenhower when you were when you were there. Now, wh- now how first of all how, how big is that rivalry in Lawton, and what does it mean to you to know that you went undefeated against those guys?
1: Man, that felt great. You know, that was one of our biggest games, uh, like rivalry games in our seasons, uh, my four years there, and it, it was a big thing to us, and we always made it a big thing. It wasn't just one of those things where we knew we were going to go in and win. We always went in and, like, uh, game plan on what they were going to do, you know, because it's always uh, – you don't, you don't know what they're going to do as well. But in the past four years, going undefeated against them, it was probably one of the best feelings, and even celebrating with the team afterwards was – the best two moments I
0: will never forget. And, and when I was watching your, your take, I mean, on both sides of the ball, I mean, I saw you were just like a very violent physical guy. You was throwing dudes around on defense. On defense. I was like, man. Hey,
1: <laughs> hey, hey, it's the only game or one of the only few games that you can actually hit somebody and you can't get in trouble for.
0: <laughs> so when is that like... Ooh. So, like, where does that physicality come from?
1: Man, honestly, I just know it's, it's, if I just get my job done, then I just know I, what I did was great. If the dude's not on his back, then you ain't get the job done, you know? I feel like all the anger and stuff that you have built up, uh, just it just comes out at that moment when you're down the line and going against somebody.
0: Uh and 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 what would you say was probably your your most memorable thing about your high school career?
1: Oh my goodness. I'm not going to lie. High school, my high school career was probably the best. Um I think the best one was when we just made it to state. I know unfortunately we lost the state. There are a few teammates on that play at UCLA and me that who played in the state game and we lost to them, but uh I think one of my best games was when we played against Putnam City West, and I believe it was my sophomore year. And um, Miles Davis, I remember I was on the sideline. I don't – I'm not – I think it was Miles Davis. And uh, anyways, they threw – the quarterback threw it up, and we got picked in off the game. And it basically, like, allowed us to go to – get us a spot in the playoffs. So that was one of the best moments uh, I remember. But there, obviously there's a lot more, but that's one of the top, that's one of the ones that's at the top of my head. And I just remember right after that, uh, I was with my O-line coach, Coach Castro, Coach Adam Castro. He coaches at uh, Elgin Public Schools right now. Good dude. Uh, I just remember right after that, like, shit. Oh, I apologize. Um, that <laughs> Uh see
2: you, he, 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 he,
1: you came because it was like a moment of happiness, and like, man, that was one of the best moments ever uh, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> well, I got I, too excited good, well, how well, about
0: the raw emotion here I'm so you good, um, <laughs> now, okay, so you mentioned now that that you have teammates that beat you in state. Now, does that ever come up in conversation? Like, is that ever that, like, trash talk? Or has
1: it kind of subsided Oh, now, man. Every now and then we'll, uh, we'll, like, play around with each other. But it's nothing too serious. Uh, nothing serious at all. It's always a brother thing. And every now and then, like I said, we just mess with each other. And we'll just, we'll just it's, it's just not real like that. Nothing too crazy. But we'll always remind each other that we've had uh, we've had uh tension in the past when we played against each other.
0: <laughs> <coughs> now when, when when you were going through the recruiting process, now were the majority of, of schools that were showing interest were 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 they looking at you more as offensive lineman or were you also getting looks on the
1: defensive side of the ball? Majority of my schools were offensive linemen. Uh I'm not sure if you've seen my huddle or my highlights from high school. I'm, I'm not really cocky. I'm humble, but I do believe I have one of, like, the best high school highlights ever. But, uh, yeah, it was more O-line. There was, like, one school that wanted me for D-line or that was thinking looking at me for D-line. That was ECU. They were interested in that. But um, O-line, I just stuck to that because I felt like that was more what I, I – that's the most, more experience I was at experienced. And and
0: so, okay, and so then when when you when you finally picked and decided to sign with UCO, what was it about UCO that made you decide that that's where you wanted to play your college ball?
1: The college, the uh, staff, the staff, the location, or when actually when I was doing my uh, recruitment, I didn't really look at the location. I just knew it was in Edmond, and I knew it was only like an hour away from home or hour and a half away from home, so I didn't want to be too far. But that was a good spot. But really, uh, Coach Pickett, when he was still here, uh, he was the DC and also the recruit, recruit, recruiting coordinator. Sorry, he uh, he was always uh keeping t- keeping in touch with me. Like he was every other day. He was he was either calling me or he was down a lot in, at the uh, field house chopping it up. With. And 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 what did that
0: what what did that mean to you to see how dedicated? he was in trying to get you to become a Bronco?
1: Oh, it meant a lot because it really showed me that they were interested in me. You know, um, driving an hour and a half just to see recruit recruit, not just one, I'm sure there was other ones as well, but, you know, just taking the time out the day just to come in down there just to visit them and chop it up with them for 30 minutes to an hour uh, and just letting us know, like, hey, we're thinking about you and just um, having us in their best interest, you know, that meant a lot. And it showed us like not only I, but my parents and my family as well. That you know, this is like they really interested in
0: me. Uh, and so then, when you, when you, when you got to UCO, you ended up redshirting. So now I had to ask, what was that experience like? Because obviously, you went from here, you were you were starting on bustle to the ball, you're playing almost every snap, to now you're only practicing. So what was that experience like? And, and what was probably the biggest thing that you took away from that?
1: Uh, it was really hard. Um, when I had the injury, I didn't know what it would, what was gonna go on. I didn't know if they were gonna uh, pull my offer or if they were gonna honor it. And uh, fortunately, I was blessed enough to where they kept me. Um, it was really out of the ordinary because, like you said, I was used to playing and um, making sure, like, i you know, just being out there and being in the action. But being out that freshman year, I, it was it was hard on me at first because going into it, I was I didn't know what I was. Getting. I didn't know what I was getting into. I just know I was going in as a freshman, just being thrown in there. But fortunately, I was blessed enough with some teammates that could help me, uh, guide me through, and the trainers as well. They took care of me. They made sure they took the the best care care of me as they can. And um, throughout that time that I was recovering, uh, like I said, they took care of me, made sure I got right and I was uh, kind of like scared about coming back because I you know I was just iffy about if it, if I was going to have an injury again on the same thing but uh, like the overall experience it was it was kind of it was kind of scary but you know it was a blessing in the disguise as the coach told me they told me because you know throughout that freshman year you know uh, not everybody's going to come in and start you know there's very few people that can come in and those are Those are really good guys, but for me uh I just took that freshman year to uh get down my academics, make sure I was in the playbook, and just take that in as much as I can so I could be ready for the spring
0: uh and you you mentioned the injury now, so now that, that 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 it put a lot in the question for you, so like the going through that, going through the injury, going through the rehab, and then coming back. What what was that experience like, and, and did you learn anything perhaps gonna be about yourself or your love for the game that you didn't know before the injury?
1: Uh, Yeah, don't quit. Uh, it was one of the hardest things to do because, you know, um, when I got injured, you know, everything just felt like it just shattered and just went downhill. But, you know, I, I think I just had a great support group by my side that, pushed me and guided me like I said, and just allowed me to better myself and but like I said, just not quitting um going pushing through adversity and just striving for what I started like how I, like I, I look back to why I started you know and um, just go through from that
0: uh and and so your 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 first time back on the field after the injury after you recovered now what What was that experience like? Because I imagine there was probably some kind of nerves there. Because the first oh yeah, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. I was super nervous. Um, I mean, obviously, I've had practices in between that going against uh, people at collegiate level, my teammates, my former teammates as well. But I mean, just going in against going against another team, obviously, the nerves were butterflies would come in, and I feel like that's inevitable. Uh, Not just for me, but probably other folks, but. Yeah, my first time being back, uh, my nerves was up. I was excited. It was fun, and you know, I really enjoyed being back because yeah, it was just—it's been—it was so long since I've been on the football field.
0: Uh, and then you—you you also mentioned that rest your, that that it also allowed you to dive into the playbook. Now I feel like most—not most, but some people might might think well, as the offensive lineman is simple, you just simply block. But there's obviously a, a lot more to it. So coming from high school. Was the playbook was that was that a steep learning curve for you, or, or were you able to pick it up rather quickly?
1: Um, it took me a minute. I'm going to be honest with you. It took me a long minute to actually understand it. But honestly, once you finally get it down, it's uh, it's not as bad. Uh, when there's a lot to maintain or gain in like information, that's when it uh, becomes a problem. But it wasn't that bad. I mean, once you actually sit there and understand it and go through it and talk through it and actually comprehend what they are trying to uh, show you, then it'll make it a lot more easy for, so, for yourself. But, yeah, it was pretty tough at the start, but <clears throat> uh, after a while, I got you get used to it.
0: Uh, and so then uh, 2020 uh, you rest or to come off 2020 here, you're looking to carve out a role for yourself. And then the pandemic happens and the season is canceled. So at that point now, this is your second year of essentially no games, limited. You know, you're just practicing. What, I mean, at, at, at that point, that had to kind of take somewhat of a toll on you, possibly, I don't know. Like, what was that experience like those two years of basically your, your football was, was just practice?
1: Yeah, um, it was tough. It was really tough. You know, you, you have so many emotions and thoughts going in because you, you haven't like you haven't been playing for so long. You've been out for two years, almost two years in full. And you know, you just wanna go out there and just do what you love. But I know for a fact that I wasn't the only one in that same position. I know there are a lot of other folks and there were some teammates on the team that weren't that haven't played for two years or even longer than two years, maybe maybe they had a consistent injury or just something wrong with their eligibility but i just know that deep down i just had to find a way through and just continue what i started you know i can't sit down and dwell on it and like make myself feel bad because i haven't done anything for two years because the only thing you can do is just get up and go to work
0: it, now lo- looking back on it because you essentially at that point you had two years. you had the actual register year and then the COVID year where it was pretty much everybody got got back So having those two redshirt years, then how do you feel like that helped you from maybe a development standpoint, both physically and mentally?
1: Uh, Just taking the time out to, you know, uh, lift and get in all like uh, like drills and basically just working on yourself like solo work. Um, But just throughout the I mean, throughout those two seasons, like those two seasons that were off, we weren't we weren't not doing anything. It was always consistent work, even when we didn't have the season in twenty twenty COVID season. Like that's that season, we were still practicing, making sure we got enough work, and just continue to do what we need to do. Just because we weren't working for nothing at the end of the day, we were still working to like better ourselves and better our bond as a teammate, as teammates, and continue that.
0: But there was there was no work
1: that was left out. Uh, and then you,
0: you, you finally you got a chance to make your, your UCO debut in a Southern Nazarene scrimmage. Now, talk me through that because everybody I've talked to said that, it, that that was a very big game, even though it didn't count just because you were facing one, somebody besides yourself. And number mm-hmm. two, it was an in-state opponent. But for you, you're also adding like, like, like this is the first time people are seeing you in a college game seeing what you can do just talk about what that moment was like for you and 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 how you felt that you did in that in that scrimmage
1: oh okay honestly that was a big one for me um, it was the big game for us because we didn't have that season that season before that and then we didn't have we haven't played a game in so long almost two years in uh, almost two seasons um first it was big because um my mom my family they haven't seen me play since my high school my high school season so that was big same thing for me uh I haven't played since then so that was big as well and just being out there like I said before uh, the nerves are high uh the butterflies are in there but I just went out there and had fun I know there was a few times where I messed up and stuff like that but that's gonna happen but other than that, I think I did pretty good. I had a few uh, pancakes and knockdowns. And there was a few moments where uh, people got rowdy in the game with my teammates. And, like, we were watching film with it. <laughs> and it was probably like some of the uh, – it was like some funny moments where this dude. He pushed my teammate, uh, Jordan. Well, my boy Jordan pushed him down after the play. Like, when the play was ending, And then right after that, the the, uh, the other dude from the other team, he came up and- boom, knocked him over. And, like, we – to this day, we'll still watch it because um, someone recorded on the phone and we'll send it in, which is why I laughed at that. But other than that, um, overall for me, I think I did good during that game. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Like you said, even though it didn't count, it was still like a little rivalry. People had – the tension was high, even, like, when people were talking about the game before it even happened. So it was most definitely a game enjoyed. And, and And given the circumstances,
0: did – were you were you satisfied about how your first
2: collegiate action went?
1: Hold on, hold on. It, it, it cut off real quick. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, given the given the circumstances, how do you feel like your your uh, do, do do you feel like your first college action went as you thought it would? Um. Yeah.
2: I
1: think I knew. Oh, that's kind of a hard question. I think I think it did good, honestly. Wow, I didn't really think about that. Wow, <laughs> I know I hold myself to a higher standard, but I knew there was a lot more to feel. It was like I wasn't like content with that. I know there was a lot more that I can do to better myself overall. But I just knew that coming in, it was going to be a high-intense game, and it wasn't going to be like
0: no um, high school. Uh, and and so, so we go from that. You obviously you worked you worked hard during the offseason, during during fall camp because in, in the Missouri Western game you were starting. That that like when when did you when did you learn that you were going to to start, and what did it mean to you to know here you are. As still technically a freshman, starting your first legitimate college football game—that
1: meant a lot uh, because I'm a humble person, and when that, when it came to that, they just knew that like I was ready for it, and it, it, like it meant a lot to me because you know they trusted me to be out there on the uh, starting five and to actually get the job done to make sure that no I can to do to the right to the left of me. And make sure that we get what we need to get done. Um but like overall, like it was pretty exciting because I got to say, like I got to tell my parents, like, hey, I'm starting the first game, like season opener for college, like starting a college game, you know. It was always something like I've dreamed about, no matter where I went, just playing playing in college, that was always a dream. And like it actually having that happen, it was like you know, it was like a dream come true. But
0: in the moment it was it was fun. Uh is it and and you all obviously won that game. It was an exciting game. It was a thrilling game. What was that, what was that post-game locker room?
1: What was that like? Oh what? It was like honoring up, like 24-7. Like the whole locker room was getting at it, going crazy, having fun like we were supposed to. Like how you're supposed to celebrate after a win, you know, <laughs> and especially the season opener, you know. Um, kudos to uh, Mo West. They were a good team, good tough team, but you know, the strong, strong team came out with the win, and we had to celebrate it for sure.
2: Also, uh, get food in. Too. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs>
0: Now, now, at, at at some point, at some point during during the season, I believe you you got you got replaced in the starting lineup, uh, but you were able to regain the job. I believe at some point, I think, as if I'm recalling this correctly. So, what was that kind of experience like, uh, going from like the highs of of being a starter and then kind of being demoted? And and having to fight to get that job back.
1: Um, yeah, it was uh it was pretty tough, honestly. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna say and lie. Uh but I knew that the people that they put in, they trusted and they got the job done for sure. Uh, uh at left tackle after I had got injured when I had got out, they had through no adoption and um I know you interviewed him as well, and he just went in and did the work against a uh, West, but like for me, being out, it was tough because, you know, it, it was out on injuries, so that's unfortunate. But I knew that the people ahead of me that I could sit back and not sit back, but get behind them, take mental reps and learn from them so I can better myself when it's my turn to come back up and come back in and do the job. Even though it took uh, so long, for me to come back in, it's okay because I knew that the person that in front of me and that myself, that we were getting better through our practice and just watching film and just helping put it out. Just like, hey, if, someday, if I see him doing something wrong or if he's seen me doing something wrong, like with our like technique-wise, then we can help each other out. Not just us, but our other teammates as well. But, you know, for that to happen to me, that's always going to be tough. But it's not like I'm just going to sit back and just let it happen and not compete or work for that same position back or to get my same position back. You, know, I still, you still got to continue to work for it. And, um, you know, I didn't really get, like, down, like, downsided on it because, you know, I just know it's work. You got to work for it. It's not going to be given to you. What well,
0: that so how were you able to – to, to keep that positive mindset because now this is the second time that you had an injury kind of stifle some momentum for you. So, like, how were you able to kind of avoid falling into that here we go again trap and, and and kind of tackle it head on and get back on the field?
1: Um, Just having everybody around me to, like, support me and just talk, and just, you know, just being strong mentally, because, you know, you can tell yourself, hey, don't do this, but you eventually you find yourself doing this. So it. So it's a lot of practice mentally. But, you know, it was just my, it's just teammates and everybody around me that brings me up, up, uplifts me, and basically it just comes down to if you, like, I go back to why you started. So for me, why I started is for my family, my nephews, and I don't want to let them down. Obviously, it comes down to me as well, but I just look back now and I just be like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get down in, in that position and be like to a point where I will quit or something. And never that, but it just, I just look back to where I start and keep going from there. Oh,
0: um, and I, I, I asked both Lane and, and Noah this question, but just looking back overall, the season that Fort Hayes game to me, I keep circling back to. Uh, as far as probably the best performance on the offensive line for, for four full quarters, what was working for you all in that Ford Hayes game? Because that, that's a very big physical front, and you were playing them at home. So how were you all able to have that degree of, of success against them? Um, communication and just
1: trusting one another to get the job done and just fighting through that's really what it all comes down to, It just having the blood, sweat, and for it, and how bad you want it. That's really what it was.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, and and now what? Now because there there was the, the line, the line. It, it was baffling at times to me because you look at the Fort Hayes game. Uh, I, I look at some of the some of the other games. I look at Missouri Western. I look at Lincoln. I look at Northeastern State. I look at parts of the the Pitt State. This is a Missouri game. And you all were a very cohesive, good unit, able to run the ball, able to give Keats and Steph time back there. Then there were other times where that wasn't the case. So, looking looking back on it, what what kind of do you do you think was the kind of the, the 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 problem from a consistency standpoint?
1: Uh, I feel like potentially probably just getting in our head a lot. You know, when you make a mistake. Uh, it, sometimes it seems to like snowball and you'll let that uh, take over. And I feel sometimes that allowed us, that like overruled us when we came down to compete. And when it continues like that, then like I said, it snowballs. And I feel like that's what got a hold of us and just pre- prevented us from doing what we needed to do and be like, be productive.
0: Um, okay, so the, the season ends, uh, Coach Bulbeck steps down, Coach Doro comes, comes in. When he first talked to you all, what was your first
2: impressions of him?
1: Um, I liked it. I liked it from the start. I mean, well, I kind of had questions about it. You know, everybody questioned about it. We had uh, Reggie that was here with us. Um he mentioned it all and how they were gonna have candidates come in and we're gonna get to be able to meet with them and see how they gonna do. I apologize. But um when he first came in and talked to us, he basically just threw down on the table what he was gonna do for us, why he wanted to do for like what he went like, why he came here, what he wanted to do for us, what his main job was and how he wanted to change the culture for us to make it better. And just basically put us in a position where we could be successful for the upcoming season, and just throughout the season, like the time prior to that, and everything that he said from the first time we met him, um, and him introducing himself to us, it's been it's been that. Uh,
0: and and he's he's also your your position coach. So what has it been like to 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 to, to learn from him uh, in 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 that regard?
1: Oh it's uh, it's an honor to do that. Uh and having him as a head coach and him as a online coach everybody respects him regardless. Uh he knows what he's he's talking about everything that he does teach and every time he does speak everybody's always eyes and ears listening to him making sure they take they taking the information from him because you know he has everything in the past and he has proof from everything in the past that he's accomplished that he's capable and he's knowledgeable mm-hmm. know, to coach what he Coaches, and you know, we as an offensive line group, we enjoy that and we love that for sure.
0: And 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 uh, spring, how, how, how do you how do you how do you how do you feel like the, the spring went 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 for you?
1: I think spring went pretty good for me. I've had my ups and downs. There was um, my biggest thing for me was my mental part, uh, being in the playbook a little bit. I didn't I couldn't get some of the plays down. But uh, other than that, my physicalness, and I think that was the best part about it but the down part about mine was just my mental and my technique a little bit, but I've been working on that this summer and with our guys as well to make sure that we can get everything right um but spring for me that i think that was pretty it was pretty decent uh and then uh well
0: we, uh, before it came out you 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 touched on that that you also been 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 playing some guard as well. So now what, now wh- how has, how has that gone? And for those who, who might not know, like what are some of the, the key differences, uh, b- 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 between a, a, blocking as a tackle and blocking as a guard?
1: Um, yeah. it's a, regardless, you always gotta be physical. Um, you always gotta keep your head on the swivel. Um, you gotta make sure you're doing the correct thing. Uh, Always help your linemen, too. Um, what else? You know, you just got to stay technical as well. Um, but for me personally, I have I have yet to play guard in the game. I was more of a tackle last season. So this – I've been working guard in the spring, like this past spring. And then I played a little bit in the SNU game. That's a new game. But I only played tackle. But as a guard – you got to be physical. You got to be physical with big. Just have fun with it, really. <laughs> but make sure you get your assignment. You know your assignment and everything else, because everything else will fall in place. Now
0: I, I gotta ask for 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 someone that as a senior in high school has thirty four knockdowns, thirty five pancakes. I, I imagine if you do end up a guard, that you cannot wait to be called upon to pull and lay somebody out. Now, <laughs>
1: Hey, you already know. You already know. That's probably like uh, the best thing that a guard or any lineman can hear when they uh, when they hear that play being called. Because, I mean, there's a lot of D's that uh, know when it's coming, they're trying to do that, but with the ones that are not and you catch them off guard, boy, oh my goodness. And when you come in right out that pool and you swing around and you hit them, man, Hey, it's the best feeling ever. It is. <laughs> it gets you excited.
0: See now, see now, because Noah Noah said the said the said the same thing. Like when, when you when you when you pancake somebody, it's like a uh, it, it's it's like uh he he said it, it's like it's like it's it's a different feeling. So like yeah. when you get a pancake, like what what are what are are, are you feeling after that?
1: Like a grown man. Like a grown man just knocking out another grown man, like you feel. How would I say? Like a Hokage, you feel like the Hokage, you feel like the top dog. Like Noah said before, you act like you, you gotta act like you've been there before. That's what he said. Hold on, folks. <laughs> yeah, you gotta um, act like you run that. Uh, uh,
2: but most
0: definitely, uh, it's a good feeling for sure. That now, now, now. Among the among the linemen, is there like a pride thing, maybe about who ends up with the most pancakes? Like, is is, is that something that's like
1: discussed in the offensive line group? Or uh, is it just you know? <laughs> Honestly, we haven't talked about that really, but we do obviously congratulate or freaking um give up props to the ones that do get pancakes and stuff like that. Like we'll rewatch it on film. But we ain't never had no competition on who had the most pancakes or who gets the most pancakes for sure. We just know when you get them, we gonna celebrate with you for sure. Oh,
0: yeah. But that
1: is something that could be brought up in the conversation for sure. You get you gave us something to talk about now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we would do that. Now, mm-hmm. uh, now, in when you pancake somebody, you're supposed to act like you've been there before. Obviously, though. You 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 couldn't say that in your first college pancake. So now I, I have to ask, now knowing this, your first college pancake now, well, I mean, how were you, were you were you able to play it cool afterwards? Or uh, did you just
1: let the excitement go? I think it was kind of both. Like after I had pancaked him, I looked down at him and I was like, uh, I didn't say nothing to him, but I was thinking to myself like, yeah, you really are that guy. And then afterwards I just went to celebrate. <laughs> 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 you <Really? laughs> just feels good afterwards. Oh my goodness. I don't know how to explain. <laughs> now, um, now
0: now you all are you're you're switching from, from a spread now to more pro style. And what I was told by both Lane and Noah, that the 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 new blocking scheme fits you all better. Now would you would you uh agree with that statement and in what regard do you feel like the scheme is 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 better suited to you all as a as a as a
1: unit I like the scheme better because it fits us because out of all the out of all the linemen that we do have here we're all athletic and we're able to move the ball and run of uh, from we can run the ball from left to right down the middle and I feel like that fits us perfectly because we're all, like I said, athletic and we can move.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and and heading into, uh, into fall camp, what do you feel like you need to improve on the most?
1: Oh, for me, there's quite a few things. Like number one, I believe is mental, mentally. uh, When I do mess up, I, I do tend to get down on myself and pressure myself on that. So That's one thing that I've been working on and um, overcoming. Another thing is my technique as well uh, and my stance. They kind of, they go hand in hand, obviously. Uh, I do lack like one, like one, I can be good at one thing and then I'll lack on another. And then when I pick up on that lacking part, I'll lack on another thing. So I got to get all the pieces and combine and make sure that they're functioning at the right rate and going together. Um, but yeah, I feel like those are two of the things that I need to work on is my technique and my mental part of the game.
0: Yeah. And, and and do you have any 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 goals for the upcoming season?
1: Uh yes, I mean, honestly, uh at least average 200 yards a game, um make sure we come out with the dub. Uh overall make playoffs. I mean, obviously the main goal is win the Natty. Um, One thing I do want to have is obviously continue to to get closer with the team. You know, that's one thing that's like overall is that making sure that the brotherhood and the bond that we have with the team is up there because without that, then what are you really playing for? Um, I know there's a lot more,
2: but
0: I had, I had to think about that. Huh? Now, now, when when you when you look back, because you, you got there in 2019, it's 2022, and you completed one season. i like, does that. Now, now, like way, when you kind of like look 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 back on that fact, that do you be like, dang, I've been here for this long, and I've literally, through no fault of my own, have only been able to get one se- one season.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it makes me feel. Uh... Oh, sort of. I mean, yeah, it does. Yeah, I do question, like, it, it comes to mind a little bit. I'm like, dang, I've been here, like you said, three years, and I've only got one season in. But I got to look at it as, man, stuff happens. Stuff happens for a reason, and I can't really get down about that. So I just go in and do work whenever I'm, my name was called up. And whenever, you know, it's just like that. But, yeah, being out for two seasons and being here for three, uh, it's kind of, kind of gets tiring, but I enjoy every moment of it. I'm not gonna lie to you.
0: Uh-huh. Well, uh, before I get get you out of here, we because obviously now you watch episodes, you kind of coming next. We we do the the get to know you type hold questions, on, cut off real quick. Uh, okay, we we uh we we before I let you go, we you know we always do the get to know you questions
1: for the first time guest. So, your favorite sports team? My favorite sports team? Uh, doesn't matter what sport. It does not. All right, I'm just gonna stick with football. I know I'm gonna get a lot of crap for this, but I don't care. The Dallas Cowboys. But look, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. When I was a kid, I was always a bandwagon. But it's okay though, because I really like the teams because of their players. Like before, I used to be Philadelphia Eagles, and then I used to be a uh, Seattle. And then I switched over to Cowboys.
0: Wait, wait okay, wait, that, wait, like, how, how are you jumping ship from Philly to Dallas? That's like, uh, that's
1: like going from OU to Texas, man. You can't, <laughs> you can't, can't do
0: that. Hey,
2: don't <laughs> you can't do. Remember,
1: I would never switch from OU to Texas, but listen, this is my reason. I liked him because of the players. It was because the duo, Mike Vig, Deshaun Jackson, that's when they was at Philly. That's when I really liked him. And then when I, at Seattle, they had, when they had Legions of Boone, they had Marshawn Lynch, they had, uh, uh, Russell Wilson. Bro, they, I just couldn't, how could you not like them?
0: I am not want that fact, but like, I mean, but you, you're, you're jumping from like, like Cowboys, Eagles. I mean, that, that's like a, I mean, you're, you're jumping. From, I okay. mean, it's a. No, I, just, no, let me like, a I mean, I'm just saying, like, you see the,
1: okay. I, I didn't like the team. I just liked their players. <laughs>
0: Okay. okay. Uh, now, is this I the year? Of, well, just, first of all, does Dallas win the division again? And if they do, is this the year they actually win a playoff game?
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> I, know, I know that question come up every year. <laughs> every year. But this year, they're going to get their dub. <laughs> and I'm going to stand behind that, for sure. <laughs> okay.
0: Well the, well, right. well you and you and Kellen are, are extremely confident.
1: <laughs> oh for sure. I know Kellen straight from Dallas, this Dallas area. You should know. We talked about this before. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Let's see. Uh okay. Your 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 favorite hobby outside of football?
1: Um, I like to play video games sometimes, but also like to go work out. I think workout is working out is probably like before my video game.
2: Okay. Now
0: are we, a, we an Xbox guy or a PlayStation guy?
1: PlayStation. <laughs> 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 hey, before, when I was younger, I used to have an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, and then after that, I switched over to PS Four. So, I mean, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of both sides. But I didn't really like the Xbox One, but the PS4 was more in my favor. Okay. Now, so now,
0: that brings the only Xbox guys that at least have admitted to me or that I'm aware of is Coach Doral, Coach yep. Curly, and your punter, both Phelps. Yeah. now, uh-huh. now, <laughs> now right. uh, now, now, do you do you do you, do you have a game of choice whenever you you game?
1: I like to play a lot of like uh, more to I play Mortal Kombat. I play UFC. I play some Call of Duty. Um, I'll switch back from like a Cold War, Cold War, or like War Zone. And then when I play, I play like some Madden or Two K when the guys are around as well. But I usually stick with, like, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention Fortnite. I'll play Fortnite, too. But I like to play Fortnite, UFC, Mortal Kombat, all them games. Damn. Damn. Now, (laughs) Hey, why you give me that look?
0: No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah. You had that
1: weird look, like, what?
0: What did you say? No, no, no. No, no. No, no. It's not the weird look. It's because I was thinking that because I was waiting for you to say Madden. So I could ask this question that when Jonathan Mosley came on, okay, he said he is one of the top Madden players on the team. Now, no adoption informed me that's a lie. So, now is, is, is Mosley one of the better Madden players on the team?
1: I'm gonna be honest with you, I have never seen Mosley play Madden at all, so I do not believe him. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know that's an odd assumption, but uh, <laughs> hey, there's some other folks that play the Madden that are really good. I know one person right now. You got to who you could look into is Mason Gibbons. He's good at Madden. Okay.
0: Uh, now, now, why are we just writing off though?
1: Mosley here. Like, you he you hadn't even seen him. I ain't never seen bro play Madden before. Yeah, I'm, not gonna see the here, I'm not gonna sit here and bounceman would be like, yeah, he the best player, and I ain't never seen him
0: play. I mean, you do. Let's say it that, but you're like assuming the man is bad at the game though. Now I mean, <laughs> you're just assuming. <laughs> <Sometimes> <laughs> I was just messing. Oh man!
1: <laughs> uh, see, okay. Um, I realized I was just all up in the camera. See, okay, your 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 favorite musical artist. My favorite music artist. I mean, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of good artists out there, um, and uh, that's kind of hard. <laughs> I was going to throw one out there, I like Gunna, I've been listening to Gunna a lot. Um, who else? Dang, I'm just, there ain't no favorite one, I just like a lot of folks. Yeah, and but there's, I, but I mean, I'll say that there's like one artist that I listen to before a game, and that will be uh, little Uzi. I listen to Uzi before the game. Okay, now what
0: what is, what is your what is your go-to little Uzi song?
1: Uh, do what I want. Okay,
0: okay that's a classic. That's that's classic. Great. Uh, now I have been told, uh, that the ox cord in the locker room is a very brutal place to be at. That if the vibe is not felt, the cord will be yanked out of your phone. Now you going to get off. off. <laughs> now, now, I have to ask: Now, have you ever been in that in that position where you may have been on the arts cord? And, and no, on <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm not gonna put myself in that position because I know sometimes <laughs> when I listen to some folks don't be listening to either. <laughs>
1: But everything, well, yeah. but everything that they do be playing, out, it's a vibe though for sure. It's always a vibe <laughs> in the locker room.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now, now, what what I've been told is that Steph and I think Robert Fuentes are among the better ones on the on the arts cord.
1: Hey, that that's the locker room DJs right there. They, they're
0: okay. certified. Okay. Now I've also been told <laughs> that 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 Jace Gardner is the worst. Would that be... <laughs>
2: hey,
1: I can't do my boy Jace like that. you <laughs> can't do it like that. i, just saying, I just saying,
0: according, according to uh, Noah Noah Bow, and when I talked to um, uh, Peyton Lusk, They they informed me that Jace is the worst. So
1: now, uh, is that an accurate statement, though? I'm going to say that some of the songs that he do choose is not the one that we be liking (laughs) sometimes. But it's okay, though. It's okay. I'm not going to judge you for what you like. We're not going to judge you. Just don't play it in the locker room when everybody's trying to vibe. Now I, I was I
0: was I was I was also told that I don't know if you were at this particular workout, but he was on the ox. I think it was uh the baby song came on. He went over and changed the song to Drake. Now, right. I, I just I mean like who now you know I, I'm not privy on the locker room music, but I would assume you're not going to put Drake on when you're trying to work out early in the morning
1: now. I mean, depends on what you're feeling, but yeah, you is right. I wouldn't want to switch that over either. <laughs> 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 That's a choice to make, right there. I don't know what he was thinking when he did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay, now, <laughs> are we are we
0: are we old Little Wayne or new Little Wayne?
1: Uh, I feel like both, but more old Little Wayne. Okay, okay. I, I think you, outside of Jace, are are,
0: are 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 the first person to say both. Most just immediately default to old Little Wayne, and then kind of like disregard the new Little Wayne. So it, this is the uh, yeah. okay.
1: There's only like one song that I like from him, from his newer version. It's probably like the only one that I've listened to. Just Mona Lisa, off his recent album. That was one of the songs that I like from his newer ones. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, your
1: favorite food? My favorite food? Boy, you know, Daniel, well, that's one of the hardest questions we're gonna get. <laughs> All right, here's a list. Um, I love my hands down it's gonna be tacos, 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 tacos. Right after that is gonna be Chinese food. I love my Chinese food. But it's also going to be Mexican food, hands down, going to be my first.
0: Okay. Now, are, are, are we a soft shell guy or a hard shell?
1: Whoa! This is straight authentic street tacos, soft corn tortilla tacos. Yes. <laughs>
0: okay. I think who? The, I think that was was it? But it might have been might have been might have been Noah. I think I think it was Noah that said street tacos. What 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 was what, it Noah? It was either it was it, it was either it was it Noah or Kellen that uh-huh. I know said that, that that street tacos was was their uh preferred food. So okay. oh, most
1: mm-hmm. definitely and I don't blame them. I <laughs> don't blame them for sure.
0: Now okay, Maybe. now now in your opinion, what
1: what makes a good street taco? A good street taco, all right. You gotta make sure your tortilla is crispy not crispy all the way, but you got to make sure it's cooked all the way. You got to get your good amount of meat on there. Whatever meat. You got chicken. You got your salad. You got your uh, pork or whatever one you want. Make sure you got a good amount on there. Make sure it's juicy. You got your cilantro. You got your onion. And you also got to have your lime as well to sprinkle it up there. And then you cannot, you cannot leave out the hot sauce. You got to make sure the sauce is on there too. And then that's what you have. You got your little street taco on it. Make sure you got them ingredients on it. You good. Now well, you now, put like, you put like 10 of them on a plate and you set.
0: Well, okay. Now, is there, now, is there, is there a certain amount of hot sauce? Because I feel like if you overdo that, wouldn't that be <laughs> overpowering almost though?
1: No, it just makes you. I don't know. I just know it tastes good. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> as long as you give me flavor and a kick, boy, that's all that matters.
0: <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Let's see. Um. Now, in terms of of gear, are, are are you more of just give me the 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 helmet, the shoulder pads, the gloves, the knee braces? Let me go to go to work. Or are you like some of your defensive backs and Traylon Craig and Jonathan Mosley that have
1: to wear calf, uh, that have to wear bands galore? Um, no, I'm not like that. But I also like to look good when I'm out there. But I'm not gonna so- sit here and put on everything and make sure I look flashy. As long as I feel comfortable, I'm straight. Like I don't need all that other stuff. As long as, I, as long as I got my gloves. I got my knee brace. Um, I make sure my socks look good, make sure I look good. I'm straight. Feel good, play good, look good. Look good, feel good, play good. <laughs> but I'm not gonna make myself look good for the sidelines, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. uh, let's see. Um,
0: now, do, do you, now, now are, are you hoping, cause since you were there in 2019, and Peyton Scott pointed this out to me, That was the last time the yellow pants were seen. Now, are you hoping for a return of the yellow pants and the blue helmet?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Most definitely. I feel like that colorway will will make us, not make us do good, but I feel like it was something that like, because it's more like what the players want, you know, how like, yeah, I just hope that we can bring that back into our unis and have them come up bring them back in that combination. I would for sure would love to see that.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: And do you have any pregame routines that you normally do? Mm, pre-game routine? No. I mean, as in, make sure I get my food in, my get me a drink in as well, uh, listen to my music, uh, make sure I get my mind right. And other than that, I don't really have no pre-game routines. Oh, I wear my same socks. Like over like my game socks. It's the same socks for every game. Uh, they're washed, though, obviously. I know there's folks that, that don't be washing this, though.
0: <laughs> <coughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You, you, you're saying, though, that there, yeah, there's <laughs> guys that, that are wearing uh, clothing items that
1: are not washed
0: every year I mean mean,
1: let me rephrase that I'm not saying nobody on the team does I'm saying there's people like in the past talk saying like they've worn socks like game socks and they don't wash them okay okay Okay. (laughs) but I'm saying I wear the same game socks over and over the same ones but I do wash I'm not I'm not nasty okay (laughs) (laughs) that's just gross (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) <coughs> I had to rephrase that real quick. I didn't want you
0: to think something different. Yeah, because I, I was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> I don't know what is Andrew now?" <coughs> See, okay. uh well, I guess my my final question for you would would be to those who might be on the fence about coming to give you all a a, a chance this season, what would you um? What would you tell them that
2: they can expect to see if they come see you all play?
1: A show, a, a good show, really. Because for everything that we everything that we are working for right now, that's not being shown in the light. Uh, it's just straight hard work, and when that time comes, you know we're just ready for that. Uh, that opportunity to take, and it's going to be different from last season for sure.
0: Uh-huh. Well, uh, Hector, I-, I appreciate you taking time to- this evening to come on and 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 talk to me. I had a had a fantastic time. Uh, I- I'm wishing you the the, the best uh, rest of the rest of the summer workouts in the fall camp. And uh, any any time you want to come back on, you- you're more than welcome to.
1: All right, hey, I really appreciate that, man. I really appreciate the opportunity you're giving me. It's a really good experience, and I had a great time being on here talking to you too. Glad, I'm glad. Well, again, thank you, Hector. All right, yes, sir. You have a blessed night. So
0: again, I want to thank Hector for for, for, for coming on and, and taking taking time to talk That As I was told, I've been told, I've been told Hector is a very funny dude. I cannot confirm Hector is indeed a very funny, very funny dude, man, a character. So for everybody on that offensive line I've talked to, has been a character, it is, it is uh, you know, I, I I feel like at this point I I, should, I need to respect out to Jace. I need to respect out to Jace. Get him on here. Let him defend himself because he's just been, <laughs> he's just been getting drunk. He's been getting drunk on this on the whole ox thing. And I just, I might, you know what? That that might have to happen. I might have to reach back out out, out to him and, and see if he wants to come on and, and clear his name because they just just uh just been brutal for the for the man but uh but again like i said I, I i think hector had a really good time we're looking forward to the offensive line i think that is a unit that has a lot to prove i think that they have the right mindset i think like like, like you mentioned before uh they're very Big physical athletic group of offensive linemen, and I think that that bodes well in a pro style scheme, especially when you have the between the tackles runner of a James Gardner. You have the ability, you know, the, the the catch up of the back foot ability, bounce to the outside ability of a, of, a, of a Peyton Scott, right? I think you know you have the running ability of a Stefan Brown, right? I think it all it all comes, it, it all comes, and I think that group. I, I know they have a lot to have to prove because you know they they took the brunt of of the of the criticism last year. Some of it was warranted, some of it you know it, it kind of just depends. But I'm really look, looking forward to seeing what that unit well what that unit does because you recall last time you saw had a good offensive line 2019 it was coached by then. But within head coach Nick Bobek, the line this year is coached by head coach amdoro I think that there's always a pride thing that the head coach's union is not going to be the the one causing the the, the problems. So, uh, so I'm really lo- lo- looking forward to seeing what that group does. But uh, it should be on the lookout next week. Should have three episodes. Three episodes as we, as we touched on in the, in the opener. So uh, until that time, my name is Jonathan Goodo, a.k.a. JG Smooth. I'll talk to you all
2: later.